Oh my gosh, I am so excited. This is episode seven of our podcast, Nathan. All right. So if you are listening or watching, we really hope that you've been enjoying the content that you have been receiving. We're going to ask this at the end, but I'll go ahead and say it at the beginning as well. Go ahead and tell somebody about this podcast, share it with somebody. youth pastors, youth leaders, whoever, um, Christians in general, that um, we're just trying to help people make disciples that make disciples. So we're so glad that you're on this journey with us. We have a super exciting um, episode today. Yeah, We just talked about the stage of being spiritually dead with in every believer's life, yeah. or I guess they're not believers yet. That was kind of but every um, person's every life. Every person's yeah. life, and now we're talking about um, being a spiritual infant. Yeah, and if it helps to think about it, it's like discipling new Christians. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so I just you know I'm I'm super pumped, excited, looking forward to this because there's a lot of content that we have to get through. But I think that um, many times we get somebody from the spiritually dead stage to an infant stage, so newly saved, like you said, and a lot of times it kind of stops there. We feel like I'm, I'm like shaking my hands off if yeah. you're not watching. Like, like they're done. Like we're we done. It. We did we achieved it. it. We did our job. We achieved it, and that's really only... It's only the beginning. Part, the beginning yeah. of the whole thing. So I'm excited to talk about yeah. this. Yeah. Well, I got a story that's going to launch us off into what we're okay. talking about. Okay. So when I was in high school, new Christian, I was in a small group with, with some boys. You were a new Christian. I was a okay. new Christian. I was a new Christian in a small group. We had some, um, some leaders in the youth group that were our small group leaders. Mm-hmm. We called them D groups. There was one week that they packed us into a van so we could all fit in, the, in, in this it. van together, right? It's going to be great. We all get in there and they say, we're going to go Christian bar hopping. And all of us high school guys are like, what is about to happen? This is going to be crazy. Christian bar hopping. <laughs> right? <laughs> so here's what we did. You ready? And to be continued. We went, no. to, we went to Target okay. and we got... A slushy, slurpy, whatever you want to call it, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. <laughs> walk across the street, go to BevMo, walk past Which, all wait, the alcohol. What's, what's BevMo? Be- um, beverages and more. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's like basically I, we like... We don't have those here. Okay. It's kind of like maybe like a total wine sort of thing. But basically, there's one section in this store of a t- bunch of alcohol. One section. That's like a wall of sodas. <laughs> Okay. So I got a Kickapoo soda in honor of my head pastor from the town of Kickapoo. Wow. And, and then we went to um, Jamba Juice. Okay. We got a wheatgrass shot. Then we went to Coffee Bean, got an espresso shot, and we kicked it all off, like it ended the whole thing at Carl's Jr. getting a banana smoothie. Oh, so that's Christian bar hopping. Yeah. And, okay. And yeah. you had no idea... What any of this meant? No, or that this is, I've never even heard of something like yeah. that. Yeah, so that was the first time I heard of it. That's never cool. heard of it since. But have you taken some of your disciples to yeah, do that? I totally have. And what we did is we finished at um, Witch Witch, 
and had an Oreo smoothie okay. as I told them the story of Jesus turning water to wine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. That is awesome. It has got some deep significance. I feel like it ministered to but them. But I think it's it, it's in those moments, you said you were a new Christian. Yeah. You said you didn't really know what it was. You just hopped in a van. Mm-hmm. I think that that's some of the one amazing things about this stage of being a spiritual infant. One, they're super... They, they don't know anything, really. Yeah. Like, they're almost as, like, unknowledgeable as the spiritually dead person, except they, they have Jesus in their heart. Yeah, right? they really need someone to come alongside them and just show them how they, how they live their life normally. Yeah, and I think your story kind of shows, like, they don't know. Yeah. You didn't know. There's a lot of things I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and, but also... They're like down for anything. Yeah, for real. <laughs> They're like, oh, this All is right. what we do? Cool. Okay, because they don't know, maybe you can unpack this a little bit, Nathan. Because they don't know, it really provides some incredible opportunity to show them things, to teach them things, and to share some things with them. Yeah, like they know that something has changed in their life, mm-hmm. and they may have even had this like spiritual high moment. And that just gives them this excitement to just go ahead and do whatever with you because they don't know anything different at this point. Yeah, I remember like one of my stories kind of like this. I was a newly saved Christian, so I was in this infant stage. And uh, I've told this story before to other people, but the whole I just didn't know. Like Mm -hmm. um, I was hanging out with friends. Well, we were at a big Halloween party. Um, and it wasn't the most like holy Halloween party or anything like that, but I just, you know, that's what I used to do. So I just did, I just knew this time I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't, you know, do anything like that. I wouldn't do anything crazy, but I was going to, there's at least these big sins I need to avoid. Yeah. 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 I knew that. I knew that much. Right. And, uh, but I remember my friend and I, we dressed up. We were like, oh, we have the perfect and cheapest Halloween costumes we could ever think of. We were going to be the USA. It was when Michael Phelps was really big on the USA swim team. So we're going to be the USA Olympic swim team. So we went to Target, I think, and we bought USA swim caps. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, we bought swim caps. We couldn't afford... Like the Speedos. Oh, but you could afford a USA swim cap? Well, no, that's why we couldn't afford the oh. Speedos because we spent all our money on the swim cap. Okay. We had some knockoff goggles and we just bought whitey tidy underwear oh. for like $4 in the pack. And we wrote USA on the butt with paint. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and wore that, wore that to a Halloween party with like a ton of people, guys and girls took pictures. Everybody saw it was on Facebook, you know, all of the social media. Yeah, back in the day when Facebook was the thing. Facebook was cool. Like that's what everybody had. And I remember that Monday, my youth pastor who I've told stories about um, calls me and he's like, hey man, what'd you do this weekend? I was like, I mean, nothing. I went to a Halloween party, whatever. I was like, literally thought nothing of it. He's like, yeah, you took some pictures in your underwear (laughs) and I was like yeah I did it was pretty hilarious right and he's like no that's not like that's not what we do (laughs) that's not what we do and he said this he's like man you're a leader you need to begin to lead other people are going to follow you and it was again a light bulb moment that I'll never forget because I just didn't know yeah but now I'm a youth pastor and if one of our kids were to do something like that obviously I'm at a place where I'm like 
the same thing. No, we don't do that. Like, yeah. no, that's a fail. It's a pro a process, obviously, but that's just a story to show that, like, man, if you're discipling somebody in the stage, um, especially if some of our leaders that are listening to this, they really just don't know. Yeah. And you can either see that as a big wall and hindrance, or you can see it as an opportunity that I'm going to share, show, and teach them some things that maybe they don't know. Yeah, their life is definitely characterized by ignorance. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like necessarily ignorance of the gospel. Like they probably heard the gospel message now, especially in America. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've, they're someone who's accepted the gospel message. Right. Right. But they just don't know how to live, how to live in a way that like is consistent with the, the other people in the church. Yeah. Yeah. So other, is there anything other than they just don't know that might be indicators of this stage, Nathan? Yeah. Um, well, one thing that's more internal mm-hmm. is that they're still the Lord of their own life. Mm. So life is wow. still all about them and their needs. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like an infant, like a baby, you know, yeah. life is about like when they're hungry, when they're tired, like they don't even it's think about me. anyone else. Yeah. yeah. I, another indicator that I just thought about is, um, oh my gosh, what was it? I just, I just, oh, they make, they make, um, they make messes. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Like a ton of messes. Poop, getting that poopy diaper. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about an actual infant. I mean, they make messes with their food. Yep. They make messes yeah. in their diaper. They make messes when they're playing. They mm-hmm. make, me- they cry all the time, which feels and sounds like a mess, whatever. They make messes. So I think that it's really easy. And I've, I'm guilty of this to get frustrated. Yeah. Be- Man, why don't you know this? Why aren't you doing this? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? But that's what an infant does. They yeah. make messes. They cause issues. I mean, that's why a lot of churches don't like youth ministries because they put holes in the wall. Yeah. They do stupid stuff. They get into fights before or during service. Like, And maybe they've accepted Jesus as their Lord, but they make a ton of messes. Yeah. It's our job to help them clean it up and to hopefully learn from those messes. Yeah, we have to be very intentional about giving them grace in those moments. Yeah, which brings us to like kind of another question that hopefully we can answer in this podcast. What are some ways that we can minister to them mm. at this stage as they're making messes, as they they don't know, as they're probably doing some maybe dumb or immature things? How can we minister to them? in the stage that they're in, but also to get them to that next stage. Yeah, I think it's all about um, sharing your life with them. Yeah. Like bringing them along. We all we say this a lot in our context in youth ministry to our leaders, like, hey, just bring your students along. Like yeah. there actually is a lot of value in driving students to church and driving them home. Huge. Because you're just having more contact points with their life where they're seeing how you live and they can learn how to reflect that same lifestyle. Yeah, I think a big one is we have to, I'm using the word nurture on purpose. We have to nurture them. Mm -hmm. We have to nurture the spiritual atmosphere that they are in, yeah. Um, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's in a church service, like we need to nurture them. And one of those ways is um, we need to be the ones feeding them. Infants can't hmm. feed themselves at this point. We want to get them to the place to where they can feed themselves, yeah. but they can't. Physically, they can't, and spiritually, they can't. So we need to be the ones really feeding them. We need to be straight up, you know, speaking life into them. 
we believe in you. We love you. This is what God says about you. This is what his word speaks over so you. So more than just like telling them, hey, go read your Bible. Yeah. You really have to be guiding them through that. For sure. And like, yeah, speaking the scripture scriptures to them. Hey, this is what the Bible says about mm-hmm. this situation yeah. that you're in or the thing that you're going through. And then uh, hopefully that allows them to want to pick up their Bible and maybe start reading that verse or, yeah. or start you know, uh, reading or hearing the things for themselves that you are speaking to them. Another thing is, man, teaching them. I, mean, I think it's totally okay to share and teach them what do we believe as Christians. Yeah. Like, they don't know. Mm-hmm. So we need to, because somebody will teach them something. Yeah. Culture, media, school, whatever. We need to be that voice because they're so impressionable at this stage. Did you have something? Yeah, I think, um, so the three things that come to mind of sharing is share your life, yeah. share new truth, and share new habits. And mm. I think new habits is a really big deal. One time um, I was, I had a friend who just became a Christian. He came up to me couple weeks after accepting Christ and he was like, Oh, Nathan, you know, just really struggling. I'm having, having this hard time with the situation. And I'm thinking like, this must be a really big deal. Like what's going on. Mm. So I'm asking him about it. And he's like, you know, just I'm at Target or at the grocery store. I'm going through the checkout line and I just see these magazines Mm. And I don't know what to do what about kind of magazines that like, Target selling? like People Magazine and stuff. Okay. <laughs> and I'm okay. like, what the heck are you talking about? People Magazine has been giving you a hard time as a Christian. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, bro. And so I'm talking to him about this, trying to figure out like what's the real issue. And basically, he felt like by reading these magazines that are about like the world and what's going on in society and like Hollywood stars and things, celebrities, that he was feeling like he was participating in gossip, mm. which to me wasn't something that was like convicting to me at the moment, but it was clearly convicting to him. I also don't read People magazines. I don't yeah. either. I don't think I've ever read People <laughs> yeah. magazine. But he, like knowing his life, yeah. like gossip is something that was really big in his family. Mm. And so the Holy Spirit was convicting wow. him of that. And that was a way that I needed to share my habit and my lifestyle of like, what would I be doing in this situation and yeah. how would I be avoiding this participation in gossip? Yeah, that's good. So teaching them new habits, what do those look like? Especially as the Holy spirit is convicting them. Yes. Um, you know, I think, um, there are standards in the Bible. Uh, you said truce from mm-hmm. the Bible that we need to teach them that we need to make sure that they know about. But also, I think, man, as they are convicted, helping them navigate those things. Because I think that them feeling the conviction of the Holy Spirit means, obviously, that the Holy Spirit is doing a work in them and growing them. And we need to help facilitate that, which brings me to kind of our last thing. Like, what are some growth pieces or a pathway of growth that we want to put them through or not put them through, but help them be guided through yeah. um, to get them or in this stage, but also to continue to work their way around that wheel that we talked about. Because I think many times we stop at certain stages when God has called us to take our disciple all the way around it. Yeah. Well, we, so we, 
we want to help them understand that the gospel is something that affects every area of their life. Mm. So I like to think of, if you can picture a Venn diagram that has three circles. Okay. This is like next level Venn diagram, right? There's one circle that represents their home. Okay. In that circle, they're a, a son, a daughter. There might be a father, a brother, mother, yeah, a mother, sister, sure. whatever, cousin. In the, in the next circle represents the world. You might be like a coworker. Mm. You might have like um, awareness of, of politics, right? There's things that go on in the world and you're right. involved in them. Then the last circle is now your involvement in the church. Okay. And you might be going to church on Sunday. You might be serving. You might be tithing, praying. And these circles have a little bit of overlap with each other, but where they all interlap and where they all overlap is you being transformed and changed by mm, Jesus. That's good. Because all of them are affected. Yes. Right? All of them are affected by yeah. you becoming a Christian Should and following be. Jesus. Yeah. All areas of your life are that's affected. Good. And we want to make sure that the disciple is aware of that and growing in all of those areas. And so I think it's important that they um, spend time with people from the church who are growing in Christ in all of those areas. Mm -hmm. And they have influences that are Christ-like influences in all of those areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So help them continue to grow. Yeah. Help them continue to then help others grow as they move around that wheel. We'll talk about that yeah. a little bit more. And as, as much we, as, as possible, get through it. As but. much as possible, they should find someone. So maybe if you're at this stage, find someone that you are comfortable asking questions with. Mm. And you're comfortable going with them and asking that question like, hey, am I allowed to read the People magazine yeah. in line at Target? That's good. Be, because it feels like a stupid question. So you need someone that you're actually comfortable with asking those stupid questions. So people that are being discipled or our disciples need someone to ask those questions. If we are discipling someone, we need to be that person that is willing yeah. to answer that question. Answer I actually stupid have questions. Yeah. answer stupid questions, but they're not stupid to them. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. I think, um, you know, just a couple things going off that for a pathway for us is man, getting them or helping them to understand what being a Christian actually means and what this life is all about. Yeah. And you just said it, answering um, questions about the Bible, about personal convictions, about whatever. We need to be the people that are answering those questions because if we don't, somebody else will. Yeah. And we don't want that, okay? Uh, because we want to grow them in Christ. And uh, that's the point. So we need to be willing to ask or to answer a lot of questions. It's like when children or infants all the time, why, 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 why? Yeah, we need to be able to answer those questions. I know I said stupid questions, but maybe they're actually really complex questions. Yeah. You know, like, why is God allowing evil in this world? It's like when I'm a little kid sitting in the back seat of the car and I ask my dad, why, yeah, why is the sky blue? It's like, that, that's actually not the most easy question yeah, to answer. For sure. Yeah. So we need to be able to answer those. And I think that that's like an awesome end point of this podcast of like, what is a takeaway? Hmm. A takeaway is for us as the disciplers, we should be willing and able to, to encourage, to feed, to nurture, to answer the questions of our disciples. And I think that allows us to share and yeah. to give and to show them different patterns and habits and, and things like that, that will get them to that next stage, right? Yeah. Share, new, share your life, Come on. share new habits, bring them along, be willing to answer their questions and talk to them. Yeah, so take that with you. Man, hope that you have enjoyed today. We have a fun 
segment yeah. that hopefully you're still here for. It's rapid fire this it's or that. Rapid fire this or that. So I've come up with questions that Nathan hasn't seen. He's come up with questions that I have not seen. And they're going to be really quick. Okay, and, you go first. Okay, me first. Here we go. Um, Sunday church or Wednesday church? Wednesday church. Okay. More interaction with people. All right, cool, okay. cool, cool. Strength of Samson or Wisdom of Solomon? Ooh, man. I'm going to say, um, oh, man, they both fell pretty hard, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to say um, Wisdom of Solomon. Okay. Okay. Um, Easter service or Christmas Eve service? Hmm. Um, Easter service. Okay. Okay. Um, fight Goliath or fight in a war against the Philistines? Oh. So one dude, bunch of dudes. Fight Goliath. Okay. For sure. Fight Goliath. <laughs> uh, here's one. Um, you want to be on the greeting team or the worship team? Worship team. Have to interact with less people and uh, talk to them. But you have to sing. You're not good at Ooh, singing, that's true. Nathan. <laughs> well, that's more of like the congregation is going to suffer in that case. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, go ahead. Live through a seven-year famine or live through the ten plagues in Egypt? I have that one for you. No. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we I, would, I would say... Um, I would say 10 plagues. I I would say 10 plagues as well. Okay. I wouldn't want to go to three and a half years. It okay. probably feels like it'd be quicker. You yeah. Know? All right. Here's uh, mine. An over 60 year old potluck or a youth group potluck? <laughs> oh, hey. yeah. They're both kind of, kind of sketch at that point. Uh, <laughs> both you know, let's, sketch. let's go over 60. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think so. I okay. think so. Go ahead. Be baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan river oh. or hear Paul speak to a crowd about Jesus. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Paul okay. was not that good of a speaker. Oh. He's, no, he says that. Okay. Like he, he, he alludes to that. So I'm going to say be baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan, All right. in, in the Jordan River. Cool. Um, okay, we're, we're, we're uh, a Pentecostal like church denomination that we're a part of. So, you know, we like jumping in worship, shouting in worship. Okay. So would you rather jump in worship or shout in worship? Oh, jump in worship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Sometimes I'll get, I'll get those flags. Maybe <laughs> no, never done flags, but it looks pretty cool. Okay. Carry the Ark of the Covenant across the Jordan river mm -hmm. or carry Jesus's cross to Golgotha. Oh, uh, Jesus's cross to Golgotha. Okay. That would, then you're be, next that to would Jesus. change you forever, bro. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Dude. Um, this is a simple one. Teaching or preaching? Teaching. Yeah. Yeah. For doing and hearing for you? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, watch Jesus multiply food for 5,000 people mm -hmm. or watch him walk on water. Oh, snap. Oh, man. That's life-changing moments right there. Uh, I think the food. Okay. So I have one just like that, but would you rather see Jesus heal a blind man or see him walk on water? I would go with the walking on water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another one? the same? Okay. So um, would you betray Jesus for money or deny that you know <laughs> Jesus to people around you? Oh my God. This was like a great one and then a really bad one. <laughs> um... I rather deny him than betray him. Okay. I think it's a little like betraying is a little step further. Your heart's yeah. a little more gone. When you look right? back at Judas, everyone hates Judas, but I know. Peter, like, they're Peter, like, ah, he's redeemed. He, yeah. He's redeemed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, do you have any more? Yeah, I have um, 
two more. Okay, cool. Here is um, camp or okay. convention. So youth camp or youth convention. Oh, man. Camp. Okay. Um, be rescued from prison by an angel or see Jesus' empty tomb. Oh, see his empty tomb? Yeah, like like run up to it when it's empty and then realize oh. it's not there. Or be rescued from prison. Or you're by in an prison angel. and an angel comes, knocks off your chains, and it's like, let's get out of here. I'm going to say the prison one, actually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because they were actually really sad when, when they realized mm. the, the tomb was empty because they okay. thought that like somebody. They're like, we're, they, they weren't were sure like, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay, here's my last one, and then we'll go to yours. Do, would you rather have the favor of Joseph? Or the favor of Daniel. I'm gonna go with the favor of Joseph. Oh, he That's went something a that lot. I've actually prayed over in my life lots of times as I have different jobs. Okay. Jesus give me the favor of Joseph. Okay, come on. Um, okay. Last one. Name the animals or build the ark. Oh snap. Name the animals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that's cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That would be awesome. That's awesome. Building okay. the ark just sounds difficult. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Uh, name the animals. It sounds like you're just chilling and you're like, but I'm on uh, the you'll ark be a cow. and I know. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Donkey. <laughs> anyway, I hope that y'all enjoyed our seventh episode of the Disciple Me Now podcast. We're so honored that you have been listening, that you are on this journey with us. Please, like always, hit the subscribe button on whatever avenue you are watching or listening on. Go ahead and hit the bell so you can get notifications and go ahead and tell somebody or share this with somebody else. We hope that we are helping you um, make disciples that make disciples. We will see you next Sunday at 1 p.m. Go disciple those new Christians. Share your life with them. Yep. Yep. Thanks, guys.